Hello and welcome to HEC MBA Talks, a podcast where we explore the different dimensions of MBA experiences. My name is Emma, and I'm thrilled to host this episode. So today we're gonna talk about Embed, and we have Victor from S22, president of our Embed, and Mara from J23, director of Tech. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thanks for having us, Emma. Thank you so much. Before we start, do you mind introducing yourself a bit? Maybe we start from、uh, Victor. Absolutely. So my name is Victor Holm. I'm from France,、uh, S22 MBA. Before this, I was studied aerospace engineering in the states for in college, and then I was working for four and a half years in Scotland in oil and gas. I knew I wanted to big, do a big change in my industry and in the type of role, go into venture capital, go into the startup industry, work with aerospace and deep tech、um, type of companies. So that's why I really wanted a, a big change and go into the EMBA.、Uh, knowing HEC Paris was known for the EMBA, that was my number one goal、um, coming into the into the MBA. So that's why we're here to to talk about that today. Amazing. Thank you. How about you, Mara? Sure. Hi, my name is Mara Martinez.、I'm、from Mexico,、uh, J23, and before the MBA,、um, uh, my experience focused more on tech startups. So, very varied.、Uh, from launching my own company,、uh, doing work as a project manager in advanced analytics, and finally as a product manager in a fintech, I decided that it was time to make a big jump. So,、um, I applied to the MBA, and I'm looking forward to joining. Uh, bigger companies like big tech, and the reason why I joined Embed was because of Impact、uh, as one of the most important events in HEC for me. That was very important to to live and to experience、uh, as part of my MBA experience. That's awesome. Thank you. So, since some of our listeners may not be so familiar,、uh, Victor, do you mind introducing a bit about like what is Embed? Absolutely. So, Embed stands for MBA Tournament.、Um, it's known within the the MBA industry as the MBA Olympics. It's three days of competitions, be it sport or otherwise. Three days of parties, of networking. It's about thirteen hundred to fifteen hundred students from all across the world, all across the best European MBA schools, who come to the HEC campus for these for these three days of competitions.、Um, it's this was the thirty second year that we hosted it, so it's it's really got a big legacy. It really shows the impact and the history that it has.、Um, the HEC administration has always been super super、um, uh, big fans of it and really backing it. And all the students who come, they they love it. They 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 spread the word back in their schools afterward,、um, so they can encourage them to come back. So really, it's just three days of competition,、um, collegiality, sportsmanship, and just fun、uh, and networking. Thanks for sharing. I think for those listeners who haven't joined last time, are already excited about next year's embed. Since we just finished it this year, how do you feel? How was the embed experience for yourself? Maybe we start from Victor. Absolutely.、Um, I knew it was going to be a life-changing experience. That it was going to be three of the best days of our lives. Couldn't have really imagined quite the extent of which it, it, it was going to be that way. I think one of the best things that I that I take away from this experience and and what I look back on is that, you know, we spent seven months planning this event, developing the vision, the plan, the the budget, everything from an operational marketing perspective, and then come the three days, we had this great plan in place. Everything went superbly, from what I can tell, and from what from what the feedback that we've received. Um, but the best part of the experience of the three days was the entire core team and us. We spent seventy-two hours just fixing problems, solving fires, making sure that things were running smoothly every time something happened. And for the most part, no one saw that on the outside, which is kind of which is kind of the idea. And I thought that was a super rewarding part of the of the process: is us thinking, oh, so many things are going wrong, and and fixing those problems. But on the outside, everyone's seeing it as a smoothly run operation.、Um, so that's something that I really take away from from that experience. 
Yeah, seven months, right? So that's really a lot of dedication yeah. there. Since since September when we first formed the team to October when we were preparing the campaign and the elections, then in January recruiting 16 incredible J23s to, to join the team. Um, it was seven months of, of just passionate hard work. Yeah, that's very impressive. Thank you. How about you, Mara, as a J23? Yeah, <laughs> so for me, it was a incredible roller coaster. That's what I would say. Um, definitely one of the best experiences of my life. Uh, not only in terms of the challenge, I'm someone that is very passionate about always exploring new venues to grow personally, but also um, as a team member, right? So uh, for the J23s, I think something that was truly inspiring, at least for me personally, was to join uh, a vision, the vision of the of S22, right? So Victor talked a little bit about how the core team uh, onboarded these 16 people. And yeah. I think uh, in a modest way, it's uh, it was amazing to be able to help to materialize the vision that they had kind of like constructed at the very beginning. So for me, it was about the team, uh, like the people, uh, also about the journey, like trusting the process and being comfortable with the fact that there's going to be changes along the way. And it's really about having a, the growth mindset to adjust and to be able to uh, deal with stress and outcome. Things went incredible. Thanks for the sharing. And I guess my next question will be, what's your motivation to join them? But uh, maybe we start from Mara this time. Um, sure. So I think I mentioned a little bit before in the last question, but I was looking for a big challenge uh, to, to really um, complement my MBA journey. And for me, that was that was MBAT. Since day one, I looked uh, at the numbers, like how many people were coming, students from um, all the like European universities. And what really caught my eye was the vision of uh, making Embat global, mm-hmm. uh, like really taking it to another level. And I don't know if it was because I had uh, some entrepreneurial experience from the past, but that really um, made me feel like I could contribute uh, with a skill set, that I was going to be part of something bigger and that I could definitely take a new anecdote home and talk yeah, about it. I see. How about you, Victor? So for me, it started back in May of last year when I was still looking into MBAs or only actually just beginning to think about MBAs and am I going to do one? I just took the GMAT. What school am I going to apply to? And I decided HEC is the only school I'm going to apply to. And the number one reason wasn't for the length of the program or the price or whatever. It was because of MBAT. When I saw MBAT on the website, I don't know what it was, the size of the event or the number of students or the fact that it was sports or a combination of things. I just knew that in there, I have to go here and I have to do MBAT. It was one of those feelings that you just feel inside. It was a gut feeling. It was also just I'm passionate about sports and event planning and things like that. So it also just made sense. Um, So I just knew from the get go that I wanted to do that. Um, And I knew that if I managed to get on the team, that it would be with a team of 16, 30 people who are super passionate about it and who would share that that love of the event. Um, that's really what motivated me at the beginning um, to join. Now I realize that my entire MBA is the MBAT. I've learned a hundred <laughs> times more, and that's nothing against the courses. They've been amazing, but I've learned a hundred times more from the, the MBAT core team and from planning the event itself from a marketing, business, finance, operational perspective than I ever could have elsewhere, right? So I think that was also a big factor was what's, like Mara said, what's going to complement my MBA in the best way? Mm be it a club involvement or from in my case be it be it mbat um to really 
not just give myself that classroom exposure, but also put all of that into work in, in the real world. Yeah, I see. Uh, I think you mentioned several times about passion, and、uh, we really like have seen that during either like before and bad or after. And also, I, I also agree that like it's a real、uh, good way to learn by doing, right? So、Absolutely. this whole session、totally. is really an awesome experience. And Victor, could you also talk a bit about like the journey, whole journey? I mean, starting from the forming the team to executing it. What does it take、uh, in your mind to be a great and bad team? To be a great MBAT team, it takes 31, 32 amazing people for sure. That it doesn't happen without 31, 32 people who are completely committed to the idea. I remember we mentioned this at the at the initial pitch, the J23 is the way we formed the team, which wasn't the plan, right? But it was on my first day on campus, same as the S22s. I heard two people talking about MBAT. It was Sabrina and, and Elisa. I turned to them and I was like, MBAT, you guys are interested in that, and that's how we formed the team. And then bit by bit over the next three weeks. We just started including people in the team who had shown the same passion, who had expressed it, be it in conversation or at parties or during lunch.、Um, we really wanted to not just get our friends involved and have the best friendship team, but also just have the the best people that we can、um, who are passionate about it. So that was that was one of the biggest things. And then over time, you know, you you start to build the vision, you start to build a common idea, your goals. We, do we want to make it global? Do we want to just increase the size and keep it to Europe?、Um, I remember our first. Meeting as a team in September, maybe mid to end of September, when we were officially forming the team, and one of the first things we said was, "Everyone needs to know this is going to be a huge time commitment. Feel free to step out the door right now. No, no, no feelings hurt. Right? This is going to be a huge time commitment, more so than probably any academic or, or or other activity. So, if this is something you're committed to, this is the team, right? If you want to step out, this is the time. And not a single person stepped out because everyone was committed. Everyone knew what they were getting into, and everyone was passionate about it. Like we've talked about, I'll probably say the word "passion" another ten times tonight.、Um, <laughs> but you really felt that at the beginning, and and then it was smooth sailing. I mean, everything—it was almost easy because of the team that we had. It was a massive amount of work, but it was—I I say it was easy for almost everyone because we just loved everything we were doing. Yeah, so I can tell that you share the same vision from day one, right? And、yeah. you are the really the person to connect all those dots and then put them together. I I don't know if you can say that there's any one person. I think there's lots of people that I could point out in the team that without them, they're they're part of the glue as well that holds the team together. There's people who are more focused on the tasks that they do. There's some people who are more focused on the the atmosphere and and just the general you know good energy that there is within the team. So I don't think you can stick that on one person. I think it's the group of people that we put together that just really meshed super well together. Okay. I see.、Uh, I have a question to Mara as well. So, Mara, could you talk about your、uh, responsibilities a bit and the biggest challenges that you faced、uh, during the embed? Yeah, of course. So, I was、um, director of tech. So, tactically, that means uh, uh, looking over the app. So, how do we take the embed offline experience to an online experience? That's on one hand, and on the other hand, how do we actually、um, make sure that all the logistics And all the key information is、uh, in one centralized、uh, online place, so that all the students and the key participants can actually access it. So、uh, basically, my key responsibilities were to take over an existing project、uh, and redesign it. So that meant to obviously adapt the branding,、um, took into like the key functionalities and how to improve them, and also how to introduce new features. So it was really like a product management project,、uh, 
um, and how to take it from an idea to an execution. That was my, my, my role. Okay, how does it work uh, during the three days and bad period? Is that like works smoothly or you have some like problem and then you fix it? Yeah, so I think one thing that's super important is that it's a teamwork, right? So one of the biggest challenges is that um, product managers normally have incredible people around them, right? So software developers, they have uh, business analysts. So yeah. in this case, um, I was actually working hand in hand with my like the MBAT team in campus, but I was also collaborating with a software developer in India. So one of the biggest challenges was like before the event, how to streamline the communication. So obviously the project was completed, but during the event, how do we ensure that we were a supporting function core to the operational team? So think about how to keep the scores accurate, how to keep like the key transportation information regarding obviously the times, the venues, uh, but also like the campus map, all the information that people are going to consume, how do we make sure that it's updated every single day? So we were in a control room <laughs> and making sure that all the information was accurate, uh, a three people job, as I said, it's not a solo job. Well, thank you so much for your sacrifice, I would say, <laughs> because you're sitting no. back in the control room. No, no, it's one of those days. roles, I think, that, like you said, it's a support function, but that goes very unnoticed, I think, within the general yeah. MBAT population. Same as maybe finance and budgeting, which no one really sees, which is also a huge amount of work. Um, I think the amount of people who message saying, what, why is the bus schedule not updated? And then two minutes later, it would be updated because we send it to the tech team. It's one of those support functions that will probably never get the credit that it deserves because people don't see it. People just assume it's an app and it should just be working. Um, and Mara can attest to this. I came up to her five times during the MBAT. Yeah. I said, Mara, close your computer. Stop working. But the thing is, they had so much work during the MBAT from a, yeah. from a tech perspective that it's, it's one of those things I want to highlight because without that, yeah, we see the events and they happen smoothly, but you have to have the support functions that make the foundations um, very strong for it to run well. So yeah. it was incredible. Yeah, I really appreciate your work. You are really one pillar, important pillar for the whole and bad things. Uh, and my next question could be, what's your biggest takeaway as a member of the organizing team, uh, either personally or professionally? Um, I can start with a, I've got a personal one and, and a professional one to share. Personally, like I said, I came here for MBAT. Yeah. I only applied to HTC Paris. And I've always maintained this is a risky philosophy, but this is the way that I am. For me, it's all eggs in one basket. There's a plan A and there's no plan B. I give everything I have 100% to the plan A. Otherwise, if it doesn't work out, it's because I split my attention, right? Um, and I think personally, that was it was a very rewarding thing to, to see it all come together after the risks that we all took, committing so much of our time to to MBAD, the risk of only applying to HEC. What if I never got into HEC and then I'd be applying next year to a different school, right? Um, so on a personal basis, it was really cool to just see that come together, see see a big risk like that come together. Um, and then from a, from a professional perspective, um, Mara kind of touched on this as well with her experience, but also one of our one of our members, Phil, who, who was the CEO, and I think a lot of other members can attest to this as well from, from their personal experience. When we formed the team and made our, our structure, um, I specifically asked him, hey, do you think you'd like to be COO? I think that based on our discussions in the first few meetings, do you think that that's something you'd be interested in? Um, and he was super interested in it. He, he'd never done something like that before. And now he loved it. He absolutely smashed it. He was an absolute hero, him and, and, and his team during MBAT from an operational logistics perspective. And now he's doing an, an internship in operations and logistics. And I think just seeing that is super, super rewarding. Seeing someone pick up a new skill, pick up a new type of role, 
actually love it, thrive in it, succeed at it, and actually take it on to beyond MBAT, right? Because there's a whole big world out there. Um, similar to, to you, Mara, how you were saying, going into product management and big tech and actually doing a role with an MBAT that is super aligned to that, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. Totally. Like, I think that for me, the, the key takeaway was how do I ensure that the experience is fun? <laughs> like, especially because I was doing something work-related. So for me, it was business as usual, but I actually wanted to have fun along the way. Mm -hmm. um, and also something that I really wanted to, to work at a personal level was the how to sharpen my leadership skills in terms of how to lead without authority. So that for me, that was always something very, very important. How do I make sure that the team around me is included, especially because as Victor mentioned, it's especially product management management could be overlooked, right? Like it's a, it's a function that is a little bit like nobody understands what's going on. <laughs> like there's a lot of technicalities, but how do you actually like make sure that people that are working on those type of roles are like truly represented across the, the team effort? Thanks for your insight for that one. Okay, so I guess my next question is going to be, uh, could you talk about your time commitment as uh, organizers and embed? So the time commitment is obviously pretty pretty huge. Um, I think it also depends on your time management skills per se and, and also the type of role. Some people in the operations team, for example, had less time commitment at the beginning, a lot more so probably a double full-time job towards the end and, and during the event. Um, but overall, it's definitely a really big time commitment. It's one of the reasons why we kind of warn the team at the very, very beginning. If you're in the team, great, you're committed. If you're not, this is totally fine. This is the moment to, to bow out if there's other things that, that interest you. Um, I know from, from personal experience, and people can attest to that when they've seen me in classes, I spend most of my classes, most of my free time on MBAT, and none of it was ever grueling. None of it was, oh, I have to answer this email. It was always something enjoyable. So yes, the time commitment is huge, but I think what characterizes the, the 30 members of the core team is that none of it feels like work, um, even though some of it is hard, some of it can be nitty gritty, filling out an Excel spreadsheet, waking up super early to set things up, but it's all time commitment that we are super, super happy to give. Um, and I think that's something that just characterizes the, the, people, the people part of the team and also the volunteers, because for them, the time commitment was also really big and you had so many of them who just, they always went the extra mile, right? So it's a huge event that requires a lot of time to, to plan and execute and and everyone's, you know, just super happy to do it, I think. Thank you, Victor. Uh, how about you, Mara? I mean, I think he said it all, but if I can add something from like a tech perspective, uh, working with um, teams that are in different time zones also requires a very good management of uh, like the times that work for both teams. So there might be days where uh, maybe having a call at 1 a.m. is something that will happen or early on as well. So um, I think that it's especially like if you are someone that's good at time management, you'll be fine. But it, like people have to be mindful that it's a huge, huge commitment, especially because it's a very impactful event. Okay, thank you. Uh, and I guess my next question gonna be looking back, uh, what kind of thing you want to do differently? Um, maybe I can start. Yeah. Um, I think for for anything that was related to the app, um, when we look back, we wish that instead of maybe just being a supporting function for the operations team, we could have had maybe a little bit more vision in terms of the, the level of automation that we could have brought into what we were building. Um, I think that obviously like there's a lot of things to juggle, uh, not only in terms of uh, budget, in terms of uh, 
school and a lot of things that were going on at the, at the moment. But for me personally, I really felt that there was a moment where I wish that I could have like maybe uh, took m not more ownership, but just like a different lens into like the the the, the ultimate outcome of of the of the project, especially on the tech side. Um, so my recommendation definitely like for whoever joins the tech team next year and is interested on the app is coming in with like a mindset of how to really automate more. So then the ops team has more buffer to really excel at execution. Thanks, Mara. How about you, Victor? So if I'm honest, I wouldn't change a single thing. Um, the event was far from perfect. We as 31 people were far from perfect. We've all made our mistakes, could have improved things. I know I made some, some mistakes in allocation of resources or in managing certain people or in the budget or whatever it might be. Um, but I think from my perspective, every single thing that went wrong or that could have been done better is something that we all really, really learned from. And not in a cheesy, yeah, you learn from your mistakes, but truly we, we learned from that. And yes, if we could do MBAT again, like next year, yeah, we would do it differently, but I would never go back and change what we did wrong because then you never have that opportunity to learn from them. Um, when I think of the capacity issues at the gala or the Battle of the Bands party that we didn't have a, a decibel recorder for the night before, which is why it had to be outside of the tent, right? Um, all these things are things that you learn. You learn how you react to certain problems. You re learn how you react in crisis. So even though the event was far from perfect, I don't think I would change anything if I could go back just because it, those were all really bonding moments, everything that went wrong. Um, there were certain moments where a few of us got on each other's nerves and things like that. And you really learn about yourself in, in those moments. So I don't know, the good and the bad, I, I don't think I would go back and change any of it um, because I think we just learned so much from it. Um, but at least that's just from a high level perspective, I think, just looking at the organization in general and, and, and us as a team. Okay, thank you so much for this uh, summarize. Um, I have a, one more question for Victor. So as a president, what's your advice to next president, uh, if you want to give any? That's a very good question because there's a lot that, that comes to mind. Um, I think the number one thing that I would recommend is trust. And that's trusting the team members, whether it's people with very specific tasks or whether it's someone who has like Phil or like Arthur or like Sabrina or, or like Elisa who are managing different di different teams in their specific departments. They're the experts in what they do. Um, the same as Mara is the expert in the app. Not once did I have any idea what was going on with the app and I didn't need to because she's an expert, right? Same with Phil in operations, same with, with Arthur with the budget. You really have to trust your team. Obviously, there's some supervision necessary and you have to keep a, an, an overall sight of, of the whole project. That's kind of the job of the, of the, 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 person, the person in charge, so to speak. Um, but I think trusting the people that, that you work with um, is the mo one of the most important things you can do because that's going to deliver their best work and that's going to allow them to, to be the smartest person in the room in their specific, in their specific area of expertise. Um, so I think trusting, trusting your team um, is probably the best recommendation I can give. Wow, thank you so much. Uh, my last question would be, uh, could you share your key highlights from the Embed events? That could be like a funny or joyful or meaningful moments or story. Uh, you want to go first, Mara? Sure. <laughs> so for me, it was uh, the Embed dance. So we participated in a dance competition. Like it was kind of like the opening event before the formal competition started. Yeah. And I remember that we went through a, a ton of rehearsals and I couldn't make them all. Like I tried and like, I was like, oh my God, I like I suck at it. I am not getting like any, any close to what I have to be doing. Mm -hmm. But for me, it was a moment to actually bond with like the, 
their Sony 2s and, and I mean the Jet Twins, I knew them, but for me it was an, an experience to actually get to know them better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that as part of uh, a team that has such big goals, uh, the most important part is to celebrate together and know how to actually uh, be able to appreciate the effort of other people. So for me, it was a very fun moment. I remember that I was next to Victor at one point in like the rehearsal, and I was like, I just keep like distracting him. I feel that he's <laughs> just seeing how many errors I'm making that is not being you know, productive, but eventually we'll get there. So yeah. Well, that's that's a really good one. How about you, Victor? So I've got one that's kind of a, a high-level one, and then okay. a specific one, kind of like the the dance that Mara mentioned. Um, a couple days before Ambat started, we had one of our coaches, François Rayet, who works for for HEC. He's kind of one of our coaches from a people perspective and making sure that we know what problems might arise and how to solve problems from a people perspective. And he mentioned something that I think we're all aware of, but that needs recapping before an event like this. And it's, you guys have a great plan. Tomorrow, you throw it out the window. Once Ambat starts, your plan is going to be out the window. It's like in boxing, you can have the best tactic. Once you receive a punch, the plan's out the window and you're all out for yourself, right? Um, and it was really, really cool to see every single time something happened that just moved our plan aside. No one realized, but on the Friday morning, we had a crisis meeting with the school that we couldn't host our Battle of the Bands party that night in the tent. Super big problem. But hey, the plan, we shifted. There's a problem. Okay, we solve it. And seeing the team, every time something like that came together, um, every time a problem like that happened, seeing the team come together to solve it was super, super cool with no panic, with a bit of frustration of why is this happening? Of course, you have to have a bit of frustration. But seeing the team always calm, composed, any problem that it was, whether there was something to update on, on the on the app or the buses weren't arriving and Gabrielle had to solve that or DJ solving the party issues, every time the, the, the team would come together and fix it. And that's just a general highlight that, you know, the, the team could not deserve more praise for that. Um, and then a very specific one about an event that was, you know, we had a few crazy ideas that we wanted to instill within within the event, a few new things like how do we set our embed apart. Um, back in back in college in the States, we did a muddy rope pull every single year. We did that. That was just a staple of of one of our competitions on campus. Everyone knew about it um, and it always gathered in a big crowd. And back in November, I was like, guys, what if we do a muddy rope pull? You know, that could be a really cool addition. Super crazy idea. Of course, HEC is not going to let us dig a hole in, in our campus. But hey, we asked the campus, we asked the authorities and said, yeah, we've got a we've got a place that you can do it. Um, even so, we dug the trench. How is it going to be received? Are people going to like it? When the first team actually was about to compete, they said, we're not getting in the water. No way. Like, this is disgusting. <laughs> yeah. And as it turns out, from what people said, it was probably one of the most fun, memorable events. They they loved it. Everyone really got into it. The crowd was amazing. All the teams were really doing everything. They didn't care about the mud. Um, and I think, I hope it's something that, that the next MBAT team can, can continue. And that can be our legacy, same as the dance. We received some really good praise from admin saying you have to keep the dance for the next team. They have to do it as well. Um, so <laughs> seeing these kinds of things, from, right? From exactly. <laughs> so seeing those kinds of things, and hopefully that's a legacy that we can leave is is a really cool highlight for me. Yeah, that's yeah. really awesome. You really created a lot of things through yeah. these three days. Totally memories. I, I just want to add something. <laughs> yeah, sure. It just made me think um, how important it is to think uh, of how this type of events were before you actually executed them. So there was a moment also uh, for me that really resonated is when uh, we have a WhatsApp chat and uh, there was the announcement that HEC didn't know that HEC students pay for the ticket. And they were so surprised that, that they actually like said, we have to change this, right? It's like if, if we want the, the, the kind of like the, the students to be engaged and committed to this event, there has to be some sort of sponsorship. 
And I remember that we started talking and said, hey, like there's going to be a pre embed and a pause embed, right, after this crucial moment. So I think that uh, that touches on how, like, as a team, you think that at the beginning of the vision could be very far away, right? Like, you feel that it's very, very, like, uh, untangible. And little by little, you start reaching the goal, right? So plans might be worthless, but planning is everything. So for me, that's also something that really stuck into my mind. Okay, uh, that's very insightful. Can I ask like one more question for each of you? Can you use three keywords to summarize the whole experience that you have for Embed? Unpar- <laughs> unparalleled, both in terms of I think Embed twenty twenty three, like Mara said, and and we quoted her in the WhatsApp group. There will be a pre Embed twenty twenty three and a post Embed twenty twenty three. Those were her words, and I think we can humbly say that that we've achieved that, um, but also unparalleled just in terms of our expectations and the memories formed. Um, fun, even Definitely. with all the problems that we solved, even though the tech team was in the control room for the most part, even though Phil was running around, even though Gabrielle was shouting at the Savak people, it was fun. <laughs> Every single second was fun. Um, and then I think just memorable. Um, for me, it's memories for a lifetime, not just the three days, but the seven months. It's really memories for a lifetime. I w- would give anything to go back two weeks and do it all over or go back eight months and do it all over. Um, so I think unparalleled fun and, and memorable. Thank you so much. How about you, Mara? Oh, wow, that's a hard <laughs> one. I was trying to think while he was speaking. <laughs> but I'm still not there. Um, okay, I'll try to make my, my, my best. Uh, I would say epic. epic. Like, I, I really feel good that word. that's, a, that's a, a good word to, to describe extraordinary efforts. So epic is one word that truly describes the amount of collaboration, the amount of time, hours, and sweat that was put into that event. Um, I would also say um, enjoyable, definitely. Like, like it's something that definitely you have fun, but you also enjoy. Like, there's moments that you are at peace and you reflect on, oh my God, how can I was able to do so many things? So that's that's one. And the other one could be permanent. Like it's not it's not gonna go away. Like you're gonna have that in your memory, either as a participant or as someone from the core team of Embed. Yeah, speaking of enjoyable, like during I think it was Battle of the Bands or dance competition, one of the two. I remember at one point I was I don't know maybe standing in the back just enjoying the view, dancing whatever. Um, and Sabrina comes to me and we just look at the stage and she just says, "Look, look what we did." And obviously, it took 31 core members, it took HEC admin, it took the support from the deans, it took 150 volunteers, but. But we really did that, you know? We really did create this thing. The huge that, that, that was, yeah, the, the parties, the, the events, everyone just cheering in unison. Like, it was really cool to just take a step back, enjoy the moment, and just, you know, look what we did. Yeah. And it was a pretty cool moment. Yeah. yeah. Extremely proud. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I want to say thank you all on behalf of all the MBA students. Thanks to you guys so much for giving us such a good events. Well, it's wonderful chatting with both of you and i hope our listeners also enjoy this episode thank you thank you it was so fun so for our listeners we have some more exciting episode lined up for you so stay tuned until next time bye, bye.